Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. session make sure you subscribe follow share and don't forget to give us at asap a five-star rating yo what's up i got my boy atali what's going on sean chilling man chilling man how, how you doing what's, what, what's new man i'm good man i just recently relocated to arizona um i've been out there for about i want to say probably about five months now it's uh it's different it's very different what part of arizona I'm in uh, Phoenix, so I'm like, kind of like central, 15 minutes away from Tempe, 15 minutes away from Scottsdale, so it's, it's cool. I used to live out there, man. I lived in Tucson, and we used to go to, uh, every weekend I used to drive up from Tucson to 12th and Rosier on the south side, baseline, off a of baseline in 12th. How, how long, nah, how long was you out there for? <laughs> the hood. I was out there for like two years, I think, and we used to go uh, downtown. Mill used to pop in uh, Old Town Scottsdale. Is that still a thing? Old Town Scottsdale. I got some stories from Old Town Scottsdale. I got it's, called a nigger at Access Radius. Do they still oh, have that? Oh yeah, they still move like that, bro. It's it's still <laughs> it's it's still like that out in Scottsdale for sure, bro. Like sometimes, a lot of times actually, I've had issues getting into into like clubs because of like Jordans or like type of sneakers i got on they really right. they, they really on that really like dress code and all that bro like they trying to make it they saying it's like the new hollywood that's what they trying to make it nigga i hate when people <laughs> say that <laughs> that's the thing though that's like the, that's like the standard that's like what people are like aiming for when they want to like make the nightclub scene i don't know but man is that club still there axis radius axis radius nah i'm not and wh- what about pantera they had like I used to go to strip clubs and everything. I had a, I had a good time though when I lived out there. Shit, I I'm still I'm still like trying to adapt to it, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm honestly just I'm in a crib or like I'm on a basketball court. I don't even really go out like that out there, AZ. But what was you doing out there anyway? Uh, so pretty much, man. Like, I just wanted to get away from LA. You know what I'm saying? Just to get that focus, lock in on my music, and uh, right. you know, just getting getting more in touch with myself and kind of get the vision clear of where I want to be at, you know? Yeah, man. You Sometimes you got to clock out and, you know what I'm saying, uh, change your environment to kind of refocus and recalibrate. You oh, yeah. recorded a lot of music when you was out there? Yeah, man. Um, I actually dropped a project uh, in October called Trapper Treat. Trapper Treat. And, um, yeah, it's a little small EP that I did with my boy uh, Slick City. Shout out Slick City. He's out there in Phoenix right now with his family. And, um, yeah, man, I just been just in my zone and just, like, messing around with different ideas and just coming up with different things. That's dope, man. I was listening to that Trap or Treat earlier, too. Trap or Treat. Trap or Treat. That's <laughs> a tweet. Trap or Treat. I was listening to that earlier. And uh, the vibe, man, I told you this before. I told you this off record. But I like your music, man. It's, it's, it's dark. Like, I understand what you're saying. And I've always thought, too, since when I first heard your shit, that you kind of have, like, I don't want to say old school, man, because it ain't old school, but I definitely hear the influence of, you know, Pac, 
Big, you know what I'm saying? Jay, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it sounds like some grown man shit, but it's still current. It's still, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. ready for radio, so, certain tracks radio for, re- ready for radio. Um, you know what I mean? It's not like, it ain't about, it ain't bullshit. I don't want to talk shit about nobody. Yeah. But you know how these rappers, these mumble rappers are and these quote unquote, you know what I mean? I don't want to shit on them. Nah, nah, right nah. I, 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 man, that's, I really appreciate that, man. I, that really means a lot, you know what I'm saying? Coming from a music connoisseur like yourself, you know what I'm Definitely, saying? Man. So, um, I, hey, whatever, whatever, you know, makes people happy, how they want to rock and make their music, that's on them. Like, I, I tell everybody who don't like my music, you can always just press fast forward or just skip to the next song or whatever. So, you know. It has substance, and I understand what you're saying. That's that's the big that's the big the biggest component for me. I'm a little seasoned with my ears, so when I was when I was hearing it, when I was listening to trap trapper tweet earlier, I was okay. This is dope. It's it's current. It's dark. The production is crazy on it. So another thing too, I want to talk about your music. I feel like a lot of these rappers, especially these new ones, mm-hmm. I feel like some old ones too. We'll get into that later, but I feel like you kind of and i don't know if you do or not maybe you don't have to share this with us but i kind of feel like you have a hand in production like you um you know what i mean like it's just the production on the songs that i've heard you do are is very intricate it's not just like a lazy ass fucking soundcloud beat (laughs) it's like some real like layered production melodic type of shit it's not just like you get what i mean it's not like the nigga on the corner who gave who got a beat from another nigga on the corner rapping. It's like, okay, this nigga's really in the studio and really is thinking about this shit and really is doing this for real. This ain't, like, for fun. This is a professional-ass rapper. You know what I mean? And um, it's it's good songs, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's, 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 it's all, like, me and my producers, man, we, we, we link up and um, we call it cooking. So anytime I hit them up, I, I'm just like, hey, bro, you, you ready to cook up? Like, let's get it in. Let's get a session yeah. in. And um, honestly, bro, like, I sit in with some of my producers when they make the beat, when they construct the beat and everything like that. But a lot of times, bro, it's all it's all them. Like, they sit there, they, they lay down the bass line or whatever. They start with the chords and then, like, you know, just kind of play around with different sounds and... and you know, I'm there in their air telling them, all right, cool. How right. about we add this? Or like, oh, I can hear maybe this tempo going like this. So it's it's all a collaborative effort, you know what I'm saying? And um I couldn't I couldn't do this shit without them, man. Like, cause they're they're a real big part of like my vision and, and once we're on the same level and you know, got the same understanding of where we trying to go with the direction of the track and the song, like that shit is just is takeoff from there, you know? That's dope, man. We hear it too when we listen to it. What's the what's your favorite track that you've done? I know this is a hard question, but what's that song that you did and you're like, oh shit, man, I I did my thing on this. What song is that? What's the song that like, okay, so if I'm about to go to Europe and I'm about to meet with fucking King Tutankhamen with Abija. <laughs> And you want me to play him a song. What's that song you want me to play? Like, what's the first song? Which don't have to be your your favorite song of yours, but you know what I mean? What's that song that's like, okay, I'm doing my thing. This is gymnastics, showing all my talent. What song is that? I want to go, and it has to be off of this project? or just... No, it could be just overall. Like, overall. What's, what's that song that displays you at your best vocal ability, the production is on on point the bars is fire you know what i mean like the cadence what's that song now this doesn't have to be your favorite song mm-hmm. but it's a song that captures you know what i mean i feel like in this well, it, could, it could be your favorite song though but it's it's kind of can i do a tie can i do like a or nah i guess it gotta be one just one, one. song ah <sighs> Make sure it's on uh, Spotify <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Apple Music. So, what's on? Uh, man, like, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with just because you know, like, it's my guy down at AZ, and this is like, <laughs> you know, it's my big brother. You know, like, 
I'm gonna go with uh, no worries. Not, no, 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 no. I, no, scratch that, scratch that. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Uh, ain't worried. I'm gonna go with that one. Ain't worried. Before I catch feelings, I catch me a flight. Just that the bitch I might hit her tonight. When we get finished, I text her goodnight. She. I chose that one because at the time, I felt like I was being challenged because when he when uh Slick City originally made the beat, I had like the biggest form of writer's block that I've ever had in a long time. So oh shit, it was like one of those beats where I had to push through right. and I had to really fuck with the cadence a little bit different than what I was used to because I got comfortable. So he brought that out of me, you know what I'm saying? Being uncomfortable and being able to deliver at that moment in time. And we ain't worried. It was just like, all right, cool. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to just go in and see how it goes. You know right. what I'm saying? And it came out cool. A lot of people, they fuck with it. They rock with it. And um, yeah, man, that's like one of my favorite joints. Okay. And it, this is on Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, this is right? on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. Uh, Deezer, uh, Google Music Play. Oh, so it's everywhere. Bro, it's everywhere. Okay, so you guys make sure you check that out because we're definitely going to circle back to you and let you know what we feel about that. <laughs> but how long ago did you record this? Uh, We recorded that in, the, I want to say, probably around, I want to say, like, probably July. We did that in, like, July. Okay, okay, okay. So it's it's... Barely, it's not a year old yet. And that's good. You got some recent shit that you kind of hold to high standard. Is that your favorite song of yours? That's that's the most recent favorite song of mine. Okay. Like, I don't want to, because I mean, like, I'm just speaking off of, you know, most recent like, right. release projects. And that's just like, that moment for me was just like, just like a big sigh of relief because I couldn't really push through. But, you know, Slick City brought that shit up out of me, you know, on that particular track. And 25-8, 25-8, shout out my nigga Crash. He's out here in L.A. I think that's no one of, yeah, that's one of my, like, songs that kind of, like, raised the bar for where I wanted to be and where I see myself with this music shit, for real. All right, that's dope, man. I find a lot of people who, you know, are going through whatever they're going through, writer's block, as you said. When they're coming out, when they're coming out of that, they come out with like their best material, you know. And it's dope that you have people on your team who kind of know your potential and know, you know what I mean, how far you can go and know how far to take you. I mean, you said that's your best track. You did that in July, so ain't worried. You guys make sure you check that out on every platform. What's your second? What's your least favorite song? <laughs> My least favorite song. Hmm. Probably, and this is like just overall or like, so I did a track, I did a track called uh, Chloe. Um, Chloe? Chloe. It's a, it's a very, not very old, but I recorded it quite some time ago. And I mean, this is all part of me growing into being an artist and, right. you know, being more vulnerable of, of my talents that I've been given. And uh, I didn't really like the mix. The mix wasn't really cool. And then my vocals, I don't know. So I guess it's just like a, a eternal type of thing. I, I didn't really like how I sounded on the track. Right. So I think that we could have probably maybe splashed a little bit of auto-tune on that track. But a lot of folks, you know, they like it. That's just me being, you know, toughest critic on myself. And uh, But yeah, bro, like Chloe was like, mm. at that time, like, I had, like, kind of like a relationship situation going on, and, um... Was it was her name Chloe? No, her name <laughs> wasn't Chloe, actually. I, I did that song from the perspective of the woman. Oh, shit, that's dope. Yeah. Wait. So, like, yeah, I did that. I did, I, I pretty much, it was me kind of admitting my faults and my wrongs, and... Right just kind of questioning myself as this other person that she, you know, confined in and wanted to be with, but I just didn't deliver, you know what I'm saying? In the aspect of the relationship and with the song, and I just, 
I was in a very, very, very weird space at the time. So it was just like, to me, I didn't really feel the emotion, but everyone was like, oh, no, bro. Like, you really delivered the emotion on it. Like, everyone was thinking that, like, I was singing to her, but it was actually, like, from her perspective. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so since you explained it, you know what I mean? You might listen look, listen back. I, of course, it might need work, but that perspective is pretty dope. And being able to do that, you know what I mean? From a woman's perspective, your, little, your heart throbbed. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro. It was, <laughs> it was crazy because, like, like, you know, I, I, got, I, got, I got some sisters, you know what I'm saying? I got a, a bunch, of, bunch of, like, uh, female siblings in my family. So, when they heard the track, they all thought they was just like, yo, we never met. Who the fuck is, who's Chloe? Like, you never brought a Chloe around. And I was just like, yeah, because y'all don't really know Chloe like that because y'all weren't supposed to know Chloe like that. Because right, <laughs> right. it didn't really, it didn't really pan out as plans, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, being around, you know, different strong women in my family, you know, you hear a lot of different things, you, you know, you, you get a lot of different perspective on relationships and and communication with other people and you kind of draw from that so that's over time being in a relationship with with old girl right and being around you know the women in my family i i was able to like put it together so who's your who would you say is your biggest influence like would you who'd you listen to growing up oh man this is about to like fuck you up bro so like <laughs> i used to listen to like a lot of like sade bro oh man that's dope yeah sade my dad uh a lot of a lot of reggae a lot of um dance hall a lot of r&b but sade was like one of those those creatives and artists that like I don't know. She had like a, a very soothing and comforting oh, yeah, sound man. to her. She has. Bro. It's not she. She has. She has that. Yeah. You know? I know. I'm. I'm. I'm all timeless talking music yeah. too. <laughs> it's timeless. Timeless. And that music. But how you? How have you incorporated Sade into? You know your music, your brand. Like, well, it's 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 her being vulnerable, man. Like if I don't know if too many people know about her backstory and just like. You know, things she she had to endure growing up as a child or what she's seen. If you do a little bit of research about her, like shit, I didn't know. Yeah, it's 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 like it's pretty fucked up. Like things she had to experience growing up and and her her mom and everything like that. And um, I think what I got the most from her, what I still do get from her, is just her being brave enough and vulnerable enough, bro. Because a lot of times. You know, we in this whole era where it's like, oh, you can't talk about your feelings. You can't express that you're really in love with somebody. You can't right. express that you hurt because everybody going to look at you like a chump. You know what I'm saying? So right. I took it upon myself. The more I started listening to her like, music and then like really peeping out her lyrics, I'm just like, damn, yo, she's like, she talking to me like I grew up with her or some shit. Like. Oh shit, that's dope when the artists do that. Yeah, like it's like I really, cause I look at lyrics, man. I really sit down and read lyrics, like as like a book or some shit. So after you know doing my little bit of research I had about her and um, reading her lyrics, bro, I was just like, damn, okay. So this I need is to, some real shit. She yeah, was this is this about. is yo. She was talking about like some real like heartfelt type shit, and this is like. I'm young, so I'm just like, this is like, oh, okay, this is like soothing, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm chilling, like, right. my dad used to always put that shit on and, like, had me calm down after, like, practice, or like, all right, once the shot, they go off, yo, it's time to hit the, you know what I'm saying, hit the sack, go to your room, go to sleep, so. Now you now you about to send me, when we're done with this, down a, a shot, a rabbit hole, because I'm like, she be talking about some deep shit, <laughs> I thought it was all about love, and you know what I mean? But that's definitely timeless music, and definitely a good artist to kind of, uh, you know, have them better than you when it comes to, like, your musical roots and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so um, definitely, man. What What is your favorite Sade song? Do you have one? By Your Side. Oh, shit. Okay. 
You said that. You said that quick, like yeah. he, Okay, so this yeah. is this is some real shit. Yeah, by your side. Really Y'all hear that, lady? She's listening, <laughs> Shade. So, you know, you want to get to his heart, throw on some Shade. I like that by your side, uh, Neptune's remix. That was my shit. I never heard the by your side Neptune. We got We got to play it for you, man. We got to play it for oh, you. Oh man, you put me on game now. What about rappers though? Like, what's your favorite? Who's your rapper? The rap rapper you listened to growing up? Like. It's hard, bro, cause like I'm a big, I'm a big like outcast. Oh man, like, man. I fuck with, I fuck with outcast. I fuck with the whole like dungeon family, like, like vibe for real. You know what I'm saying? So, so they they've always been like one of my favorite little duos and groups that I yeah, like. Outcast, man, greatest of all, one of the greatest of all time. They don't get the they don't get the credit they deserve. I don't know who made the group though. I don't know if it was Andre three. Okay, I think Andre three thousand is good without Big Boy, but I don't think Big Boy is good without Andre three thousand. That makes sense. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, Big Boy. I mean, the, I mean, though, though his it, what was his solo album? He got two solo. They weren't. No. They. I think. See the thing. The thing about. I think Andre three stacks is just more. Um, charismatic uh yeah definitely i got that shit yeah he got vicious lies and dangerous he uh i think andre 3000 is he was more creative uh innovative one out of out of the two he took more risk and i think over the time of us knowing outcast we kind of i 3000 was always like the the weird one so like when he was doing some off you know, off the fringe type of shit, we kind of like expected it and embraced it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because we were so used to him kind of just being all all crazy and shit. And I think the pairing with him and Big Boy next to Crazy Ass 3000 allowed Big Boy to get the status that he has. I, how, how, I don't think I'm explaining this right. Big Boy's solo albums is... Whack. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, I'm trying to be all deep, but they're not. No, good. no, I'm sad, but yeah. but together, Dave, like that, that man. Uh, it's a good. It's it's like Quimini, fucking Southern playlistic Cadillac music. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the first one, a Quimini. Uh, wait, a Quimini Stanconia. Aliens. No, AT Aliens. A Quimini. No Southern. It's Southern Southern player. Cadillac music, mm. Southern playlist of Cadillac music. That was the first one. The second was AT Aliens. The third one was Stankonia. The fourth one was, uh, was it Speak? No, it wasn't Speaker Box. Was it the no? It was it was Speaker Box Love Below. They oh yeah, four, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I, yeah, four albums. Uh, just creative man. Like the production with organized noise and the shit they were doing for Outkast. Uh, man, just phenomenal and fucking big boy, Miss Jackson. I mean, he just fell off when he went solo. I, think, I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't know what it was. It was is Andre Three Stacks has brought way more to the table, man. Like he was entertaining, he can sing, and he the way he. I don't know, bro. It's just crazy. He was just a different nigga that we never seen before, bro. It's just like, and he was talented. Anything, anything that he would say, it was just like, it was how he said it, and then it was just like, it was golden, and then all his features is just fucking flame, bro, like, he bodies features like, it's literally like second nature to him, yeah. bro, and I think that Big Boy, I think Big Boy, we didn't, we didn't embrace Big Boy like we did Andre just because... He didn't take the risk. He didn't take the, the yeah, artistic risk to like go against the grain. He was like, all right, cool. But you know what? I don't. Okay, let me, before I say what I got to say, let me, I looked up the albums. They got, they got six albums. Well, five. There's the last one I don't really count. Southern Playlistic, Cadillac Music that came out in 1994. AT Aliens, that was 96. Equimini was 98. Stankonia was 2000. Speaker Box Love Below was 2003. The Ottawa was 2006. And, but that don't really count. Um, I think that no, I think Big Boy did what he had to do on all 
I'm not claiming it out of while, so I'm gonna say five. All five of those albums, Big Boy did what he wanted to do, or what he was supposed to do. Um, just as good as three thousand, but can, can could you could you he couldn't honest, have can, done it? Can you honestly sit here and 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 listen to Big Boy sing on a track with Andre on a track at the same time? Yeah, I can enjoy it. The same, yeah. yeah. Because even the shit that uh, Big Boy did, even the solo songs that Big Boy had on what the speaker box love below, they were like they were slapping. But like, I think it's just that component. He you need both of them. I, you know what I'm saying? You need both of them simultaneously or at the same time. You know, it's like it's a package deal. So without three stacks, it just it's just not happening for Big Boy. You know what I mean? And I think that he should have when. Three Stacks is like, okay, I'm taking a break from music or I'm going to pop out here and there. Big Boy should have done the same shit. He released these albums that ain't about shit, these solo albums. You can't name a song from Big Boy solo album. Nah, I can't. You can't. Nah. I don't know if it was a production. I don't know where it went wrong for him, but it's just like, man, like, now you're an old rapper trying to be cool. When you try to, like, pop up on people's shit, have a song with T.I., it's not cool. He got fucking five, four solo albums out. You can't name one song. You can't. I heard, I, the, 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 <laughs> the Sir Lucius left foot was okay. It was all right. It just not worked. He should have He should have left it alone when Three Stacks left it alone. And these niggas got money. They're like one of the biggest groups of all time. Like selling groups of all time. Not rap groups, just groups. He got money, you know what I'm saying? He got bread, so I don't know why he. But is if see, I'm not a musician, so I don't know how that is. If music is in your heart, people say they can't live without music. But maybe that's his. You know what I mean? I feel like that was his. But know. the magic is gone, man. Like it's just nobody paid attention to Big Boy after. But yeah, Outcast, man. I, we could talk about this for hours, man. I was, man. That was that was that whole movement, Dungeon Family. Then LaFace was doing all that shit. Organized noise, man. Uh, three stacks with Hey Ya. Remember that? That yeah, was the bro. Shit. Like I, I just honestly just like they were really breaking down barriers with the sounds. Hell and, yeah, like, they were. Just the way they approached with their videos. Bombs like, over Baghdad. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a trippy ass video, bro. Like I used to watch that. I was fried out my mind when I saw that video the other day, and I was just like. We weren't ready for that, man. Nah. I was just like back and like just replanning on my head. I was just like, that shit caught me off guard. Like And it was fun. It was like fun music too. It was like it was it was some player shit, but it was like fun. It wasn't like really objectifying women, but it was. It wasn't like on no hood shit, but it was. It was like it had like a positive element to it. It was like, you know what I mean? It was everything that we we know rap not to be. That's why they were some of the biggest selling group of all time or whatever. So like they were definitely doing their thing then. Three thousand was just a star. He had that that's that that magic, that sauce, you know what I mean? And I don't think we were able to consume Big Boy without the three stacks pairing. Yeah. Cause he was like the cool one. Big Boy was like the chill, laid back, like cool. Andre was just like, all right, y'all. What you see is what you get. But I wonder if we could take three stacks without Big Boy. I feel like we You know what I mean? I feel like I mean, I'm I'm down for that, but at the same time, it just wouldn't be the same if he was a drop like. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, 15 track. Just, just straight up, just Andre. I mean, right. it wouldn't be the same, but I, I, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't be opposed to it, you know? But, okay, so... Three Sacks and Big Boy, though, if you guys are listening, do not make any more music. Leave your legacy alone. You guys do a tour. Do like a little, little face tour or whatever. Please I hate tour. when people come back from the dead and try to make music and it fucking bombs. <laughs> don't, don't fucking. So you guys are cool. You guys are forever. And I don't want to just limit them to hip hop or rap or black music. You guys are forever etched in what you mean, Soldier Boy came back? Soldier Boy, Boy came when he did his thing. He came back to him. Nigga, Soldier Boy. Hey, shout out to Soldier Boy, though. He tried to. I mean. He had his little run when he came back. He tried to, like, you know, dethrone everybody with his comeback speeches. <laughs> he had a video game. Remember he came with the video game. And it was like a, a fucking fake Nintendo. Bruh, I'm still waiting on mine because I bought that shit. Oh, I tried wow. to support him. Really? Shit backfired. Yeah. That's why you don't support black businesses. I want my money back. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else, though, besides Outkast? Uh, I kind of see that Outkast uh, influence, too. Yeah, I just, I like the, you know, because I'm starting to get more comfortable doing the whole singing type of, yeah. type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really, like, five years ago, you couldn't get me to, you know, sing an ad lib or even do, like, any type of effects with any type of harmony to it. But now, you know, I'm getting more comfortable, kind of getting to my bag and just trying different things. So, like, you know, I might serenade a few of these ladies on the track with my vocals, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> every now and then, you know, give them a little bit of, you know, the yin and the yang. But um, another influence of mine just growing up, man, I fuck with Nas heavy. Oh shit, Nas, yeah, definitely yeah. Nas, the greatest of all time, man. Yeah, I fuck with Nas heavy. I mean, I know it's big and like Pac and like Jay and all that, but I mean, I I'll be just sounding kind of redundant. I just I fuck with Nas because he just was, his shit was just like, it was honest. He rapped the whole song backwards. He he told a story, he he gave stories backwards and he broke it. If you really listen to his lyrics and his bars and his like. He gave stories to you backwards. He gave stories to you starting from middle to beginning or middle to end or end to middle. Like, he always switched it up, man. And I, I just always admired that. These are, these are, these are my, my three classes when I think of. And you, you're, you're a rapper, so let me know if I'm doing, doing this right. I think of Pac and, and Big. Then I think of Jay-Z and Nas. Then I think of who's the who's who's the third class now of of top lyricists bars. So first is first is Jay Z. No, sorry. First is Big and Pac. Second is uh, Jay Z and Nas. Now who's the third? The third class. Now I'm our eras. I'm not. I'm not even so like. You probably never really heard uh, so. No, nigga, we're not talking about your homeboy. We're talking about who, 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 who is the third era of greatest MCs, lyricists out. Before we go back to Nas, we got a problem with Nas, but who's the who's the who's the third? You know, nigga, sleep on. Don't, I, nigga, don't be pulling that thing. Yo, no, I know a no. bunch of rappers better than the niggas I got in mind. I mean, you you better than one of the niggas I got in mind that that you know is. Revered as one of the greatest new 
lyricist. But come on now. Five, two. All right. One East Coast and one like. So I could choose two, one from East Coast and one from yeah. like another. I'm, I'm not talking about your homie. I'm not talking about a nigga you know who got a few albums out who is hard. I know a nigga down the street that rap better than everybody we just talked about. I'm saying like top, though, like when these conversations are happening, who are, who who is the two niggas that people talk about when they're talking about hip-hop and rap and bars, real substance? Who who are they talking about? Tell me if you I'm give a, up. I'm a, I'm gonna have to go with Cue the Jeopardy music. <laughs> Yo, Ludacris. That's just that's that's my wild card. It's Ludacris. Okay, just give up. <laughs> just give up. Don't sleep okay. on Ludacris, dog. Ludacris no, got no, some. No, I I fuck with Luda, man. Ludacris, 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 Ludacris so me, goes hard. Let me just. Okay. First era of this is when these conversations first started happening is Nas, not Nas, Pac and Notorious Big, even though Nas was rapping longer than Notorious Big and probably Tupac. So that's the first era of well, we talk, that conversation. Well, pun. Okay. I got to go with pun. Uh, so you're doing, you're doing, uh, you're taking you it somewhere me, else. No, no, you gave me, you I'm, gave me you, East Coast. I'm you gave to, me. Number three is uh, fucking J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Oh, so you're going by errors as opposed to so you're going sort of yeah. When you okay, okay, I get it. Okay, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. Pac and Big, then it was Jay and Nas, and Mm -hmm. now it's J Cole and Kendrick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that they're the greatest of all time, but in those conversations, those are the six niggas that always come up. But that's another episode. Let's talk about this. My problem with Nas, I think Nas is a way better. Li- Nas will eat up Jay-Z, like, on Jay-Z's best day, lyrically. Nas, greatest of all time. I think Nas is probably one of the greatest rappers of all time. I'm even going to pair him next to Pot, okay? But the problem, my issue with Nas, Nas has terrible songs. Yeah. He does not pick great songs. But you got to understand, but you got to, like, oh, you got to look at, you got to look at, all right. You gotta look at who's behind the artist, as far as production. As Nigga, you've been as in like, the, he, Nas been in the game for a hundred years, and he just makes terrible, terrible records. But you gotta think about it, like who's like, think of the producers he's worked with, right? And his singles. I mean, the most the most known singles that like we know Nas for is from like he got like what the If I Rule the World. Yeah, he had Lauren on there. Ether. You know what I'm saying Ether. One mic. One mic. The shit he did with the firm. Uh fucking Hot Boys with, with Diddy Missy. and Missy. Yeah. But then it's just like Yeah, he ain't got no he he picks terrible music. He picks terrible songs. Affirmative action was hard though on it was written. You remember that? Yeah. With Foxy Brown and all yeah, that. Yeah, but like he needs if if anything, he always needed some type of feature to help carry him to get that single popping. Yeah, with Jay, with Jay, it's like you only that Jay nigga picks they need. songs though. Jay picks, Jay picks, and you're a rapper, so you know what I mean. Like, I don't know this world, you know the inside, but like Jay Z picks the song, then he makes the the the, the lyrics. Versus Nas, it's like Nas just like is rapping, and then he picks the song after. You know what I mean? Jay Z creates the song, or creates his bars around the song. And around the beat and the production and shit. Well, he picks his beats first. I mean, but I think they all kind of do that. But Jay Z just makes good song, and fucking Nas makes trash on. Jay Z don't be talking about shit, and half of the shit he makes, he doesn't have to talk about anything anymore because he's Jay Z. But it's just like I be reading some of that shit. Like I was listening to fucking, um, I was listening. To it, it was written that was like affirmative action. If I were the world, Black Girl Lost. Mm-hmm. That was my shit. That's a good song, Black Girl Lost. You guys check that out. But listen to this. I was like, I was reading the lyrics. I don't know why. Something he said, and I was like, okay, this shit is cold as fuck. But then I was like, the song is just trash. Like the hook is <laughs> garbage. It's like I probably would never listen to this again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus Jay Z, it's like Jay Z just picked the song. Same thing with Kendrick and Cole. I feel like the disconnection is Cole just don't have the song. Cole is better lyrically than Kendrick. But Kendrick be picking them songs, man. The beats, the 
the the melodies, the fucking Cole got songs, bro. Cole got I don't songs. Know, man. Cole got Cole's kind of boring. With, you didn't fuck with Forest Hill Drives. Cadence. I mean, he's dope. I mean, he's. I think he's better lyrically than Kendrick, but he just he it, it's boring after a while. Even the shit he did with Missy, not fuck with Missy, but it's just like Cole, man. But what I do like about Cole though is Cole does he does like the majority of all his beats. Dude is fucking talented as fuck. He go be in the game for a minute. They both are, you know what I mean. All these niggas are, but they're all legends and have legacies and stuff. But Cole is just I wouldn't see Cole in concert. I would see Kendrick in concert. I would see Cole. Cole's just boring. You know what I mean? It's like the cadence is. He has like what three cadence cadences like way he rap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just it's just very like it's easy. It's easy to listen to. It's easy to digest. He be saying some real deep shit. You know what I'm saying? He would eat Kendrick Lamar up lyrically on Kendrick's best day. You know what I mean? I'm from the West, and I'm saying this, but like he just he ain't got the songs, man. He ain't got the songs. Kendrick Lamar got the package. You know what I mean? I think Kendrick Lamar kind of had the cheat code too with the Snoop and the Dre, the whole, you know, the West Coast shit. Because West Coast rap is known for the songs and the melodies and stuff like that. But Cole just ain't got the fucking songs, man. Like Nas, Nas ain't got the songs. I think you sleeping on some of his songs, bro. I don't know, man. You got to turn think, on I think, I think I saw Cole in concert and it was, just, it was just boring. I saw, I saw Cole in concert at Staples Center and like, it was before Kendrick got performed at the Grammys, whatever year that was. And I saw Kendrick. It was just two totally different. Kendrick Lamar was like a production. It was like fireworks and lights and running around the stage, dancing and shit. Fucking Kendrick Lamar. I think he even changed clothes. He's like a star. J. Cole was just. <laughs> People was hyped, though. It was a dope show, but it was just like the two hottest niggas in the game. They've been holding it down for, what, five, six years? And Cole is just, I don't know if the artistry has grown since he since we got I to feel, know him. I feel, like, I feel like it has. I think that, um, I don't know if you ever heard, I'm pretty sure you heard some of his features that he's been on he's as dope. of recently. Yeah, I mean, everybody. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't do features. No, he don't. He, don't. he doesn't do features. So he, he went on a whole run where he's been doing features. And I, I feel like his style. I like style, that London. Yeah, his style and everything yeah. is kind of like it's catering to the new wave of artists, and people are starting to like fuck with him more. Like, but now he's old. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like he has his own label. He's putting all these other young cats on right now. You know, oh, what yeah, I'm like Ari Lennox. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta kind of. I'm just playing both sides. You, you kind of want to take that into account too, because it's like I mean, Kendrick ain't got his own label. Kendrick ain't Kendrick, Kendrick ain't don't any. need his own label. He don't need his own label, but. J. Cole don't really need his own label. He's doing it out of the... And then just recently, just me being a dweeb, like, I just found out the other day that J. Cole just owned his masters. He's got all his masters. Oh, shit, that's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so he's, he writes, produce his own shit, and he got the masters. So, yeah, that nigga got bread. He goes out his way. I seen him online. It was, like, a few months ago. He's riding his bike. I think it was downtown LA. I'm just like, nigga, we... He was riding his bike trying to act like a regular person. I'm like, nigga, you just being stupid. Like, I, I thought he was doing too much. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, you're a star. You're one of the biggest rappers. Everybody know who you are, J. Cole. Stop trying to act regular and do your own grocery shopping. <laughs> and ride bikes and shit. <laughs> nigga, you, you, you can't ride bikes. I think, no but I think that helps keep, you know what I'm saying, the humility of, like, superstars when they reach a certain point because... We don't know. Maybe, maybe, I mean, like, he doesn't want to be, like, maybe that, that's, he doesn't want to, like, have, like, three bodyguards with him while he's shopping or, like, you know, he doesn't want to, like. Uh, I mean. I don't know. Nigga, you're, you're famous. You picked to be famous. So that comes with the territory. Bodyguards and, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you can't just be riding a bike down the street or anything. Why not? I, I'm, I'm joking around. Oh. It was dope. It's dope. When I, when I was, I think it was like a few months ago. I'm like, okay, this nigga is really out here trying to be regular right now. I'm trying to ride bikes. I, I'm too good to ride bikes. And now we got J. Cole riding bikes. I'm going to have to start riding a bike now. But he's just boring, man. So hopefully this next project, he would uh, 
kind of pick it up. I would love to see him work with outside producers because the beats are starting to sound the same. You know what I mean? Um, so go ahead and call Pharrell and use you know, <laughs> our, our Tim, the greatest. <laughs> Or fucking Dre, get Dre out of retirement. That'll be dope. That'll be actual. Cold. No, I need I need K Dot and J Cole to drop that joint album. Oh yeah, like yeah, yesterday. I think that'll fucking push J Cole into, you know, a mega mega star. You know what I mean? Because that Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar got bars, man. Kendrick Lamar knows songs. He he knows cadence. Nigga rapping in Spanish on that Schoolboy Q shit. Kendrick Lamar is dope. I think, you know what I'm saying? You put Kendrick Lamar high energy next to a monotone J. Cole, it would definitely make J. Cole kind of, because J. Cole is kind of, Kendrick Lamar is full of energy when you hear him, you know what I mean? Fast rapping and shit like that. Cole's kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? I feel like I feel like they they go, well, they actually did a track together with Jeezy. I remember that. That was hard. That shit was hard. Like, I can't, I can't even knock. They both did their thing on that track. Um, which which one of the two, Cole or or uh, Kendrick? Which one of the two you were, were perf- if you had a chance to make a song with either one of them? Which one would you make a song with? Hmm. Probably, probably, probably J Cole. Uh, probably J Cole because no, listen because okay, okay, he's I a producer. He's a producer. You feel me? And okay. like. I could sit there with him and build on something from scratch. Right. Just across the board, like, just it'd just be me and him in there. And he'd start cooking up on whatever program software that he uses. And we can really build. That's, that's for me, personally, it's like, that's why I, you know, choose J. Cole. Because the production. Because then I'll be the one that's like, all right, maybe we should, like, change this a little bit. Do this. So this is strategic. Yeah. if you and J. Cole were on a song... You would definitely outshine J. Cole vocally. <laughs> and, you know, I heard, you know, your shit. So I know you switch it up and stuff. You switch up your flow versus J. Cole kind of do the same shit. So this is very strategic. And this is very, that's kind of cheating a little bit. Nah, bro. You don't want to be on the track nah. with Kendrick because you know Kendrick go nah, show I would, his ass. Well, that's the thing. It's like. And Cole go play it safe. Nah, Cole, Cole ain't going to play it safe. I mean, I get on the track with Kendrick, but I, honestly, bro, like. I'm just looking at as far as, like you said, since, you know, like, Cole doesn't pick good songs. So I think that with my air and his air, we can, like, make some crazy-ass track. You feel me? That we can both deliver on. No, I want the nigga to bring his best. I, I would want, Ken, like, Kendrick to bring his best. That's what it's about. Like, I wouldn't want him to be, like, subpar on a track with me. Like, I want him to bring his best out. Is is vice versa, you know what I'm saying? I would get on a track with K, like a track with K Dot, and I would like try my best. I would give my that control verse. Like right. everybody got off their ass and was like trying to go to the studio after he dropped that shit. That's what it's about. Yeah. You feel me? But like, I just think me personally, I would rock with J Cole more just because he's a producer. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's more creative. He, yeah, yeah. And, and like he just has like that production aired to him where it's just like, it'd just be me and him and it'd be like, nah, bro, you should put this Oh, in. yeah, I see what you're saying. The like, process would be more... Yeah, it'd be uh, more It'd be more rounded to what we would want it to sound. What, well, my ideas and his ideas as opposed right. to Kendrick's shit. Kendrick's production is crazy, nigga, like... Yeah. His shit is just like, Good Kid, Mad City, all his projects is just like, you could tell it's been well-written and well-planned out from right. beginning to end. It's literally like a fucking story. Like, Conceptual, yeah. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? And that's cool, but I think that, you know, Kendrick wasn't in there, like, making a beat or anything like that. Or, like, no, being like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, with, yeah. with Cole, Cole to be in there, I'd be like, no, I have more, I have more drums here. No, nah, hi-hats here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Cole nah. has more of a vision of yeah. where he's about to go and what he's about to do and what type of music he's about to make. I see what you're saying. I think because you're a creative person and you're behind the scenes when it comes to putting, doing your music, you kind of resonate with J. Cole more so than Kendrick Lamar. I understand that. That's pretty dope. You know, but um, that'll be dope if it happened too. I mean, you're in Hollywood now, man, so anything can happen. Ain't no telling. Accessing the people you know, you might hear this in a few months. Who knows? (laughs) 
That's crazy. Who's who? What about Big and Pac? Which one are you picking to do a song with? Ah. Mm. Damn, I can't just do both. Do like they can't both. No, you gotta pick one. Just do a song together. Ask this question to everybody. You gotta pick one. Yo, I would probably do a song. I'll probably do a song with Big. Nigga, why Big? I would probably do a song with Big because. It'll be like, I mean, first and foremost, I mean. I'm noticing the trend here, by the way. Go ahead. What's the trend? East Coast. You ain't got no love for the West. Well, top, I mean, Tupac is from the East Coast. Nigga, Tupac is, no, that doesn't count. Tupac yeah. is from <laughs> the West Coast. Everybody knows that. <laughs> okay, he, he rapped the West Coast, but Tupac's, he, birth certificates say he was born on the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. Like he he repped the West Coast to the fullest. I ain't I ain't knocking that. But with Big, it's just um I don't know, bro. Like that ready to die shit. That shit had me thinking. Like the nigga was talking about suicide. He had suicidal thoughts. Like yeah, I mean I mean like ain't nobody. I mean like yeah, you're not hearing Pac talking about like these are like I think the things that. Big talking about and Pac, they both had their own perspective on things. They both were coming from different type of lifestyles and shit like that. But a lot of people don't know, like, shit, Pac was never really, he started out as a very conscious rapper before he got more popular for the the Thug Life shit, which is cool. That Pac was just like, this when he was with Digital Underground, you know what I'm saying, doing his shit, <clears throat> speaking on topics that was like, very like conscious and very like about the community and i think with big he was always him throughout his whole career it was well, big, never well big on whole career big only has two studio albums actually one and i'm sure ready to die was made put piece together after he died yeah quick, you know what i mean so big don't even have the material to I'm gonna let you finish. No, I think I th- I just know from like from what I like to listen to and just you know what I've learned from him is just like his story. Whatever he told, it was him all the way through. I feel like I mean, Pac just I felt like once he got to a certain point with it, that's what we wanted to embrace him more when he was talking about what he wanted to talk about as opposed to the good stuff that he was talking about. So you would pick you would pick big over pop. I would pick big over pop, man, because I just feel like we can make a dope like party parties like track, and you know what I'm saying like it'd be just dope to do that with big, because a lot of his songs is just is like it's very soulful. I like the tracks that he used. To me, in my opinion, Pac Pac's beats weren't that good to me. Biggie Biggie beats were way more put you were way more were way more soulful. He used a lot of samples. I love samples. I love you samples. You feel me? Too. And he used he used some some pretty good samples and it was like a vibe. It was like some real like boss player shit to me. That's what I like from Biggie. It was like the boss player shit and just like you know what I'm saying? He has a lot of like it, whatever songs. I know it was short lived, but a lot of his songs, his hooks was just they just resonated with you. I mean, this is a whole, this is the next episode. We will record a whole separate episode because I, I have a whole theory on this. But um, I, I see a train with you. <laughs> what about, so if you had a producer to, I'm not going to give you a, a either uh, or on this. Who's, who's making, who's producing your whole album? One, name one producer. Damn, that's tough. Who's going to handle the production on that one, on that? Damn, you gonna break it down for regions for me, like, or I got it gotta be just one. Is this a? Is this a? Yeah, I'm gonna say. Um, that's tough, bro. That's a tough like. Yeah, man, like who, that one producer who's gonna do your whole album. You know what I mean? How Dre and Daz kind. Of, well, I guess Dre didn't handle Snoop. Dre and Daz did both of those Snoop albums, but you know. uh Pharrell did the Clips album. Did he kind of handle the production on the majority of Big's album? Or the Hitman? 
Remember them? DJ, uh, not DJ, Stevie J, and uh, D Dot. Damn, bro, cause it's like, all right, I'm not gonna go. I... Okay, mm. let me make this easy for you. Okay, so we're about to release your single. You get to pick a producer to, and now this single is gonna, you know, of course catapult or take your shit to the next level or put it on the radio the video you know it's gonna get picked up for commercials um ads all this shit licensed for movies and shit that one that one producer who's gonna take you there who would you who would you pick now that's not handling the majority of your album but that one producer that team that guy you hook you hit up you like hey dude let's do this song Shit. You better say I there's only one answer to this. I'm going I'm going with Timberland. Okay. that's not the answer I was thinking, but that's just good enough. Okay. I would say Timberland or Pharrell is gonna take it to the do what they have to do commercial. Oh that, oh Timberland. That's a good choice. For that's a good sure. choice. Like I mean Pharrell Pharrell was like Pharrell was like that was my next choice. Yeah, that was my next choice was was uh Pharrell. Okay, so that's a good answer, though, man. I mean, you can't go wrong with Tim. So, other than this music shit, though, what else you got going on? What do you got coming up? What can we look forward to with you? Uh, so, right now, man, I've been kind of tapping into, like, the whole modeling scene a little bit. Just kind of get my feet wet with that. Working on different campaigns. I can't speak about it right now because we're still trying to handle, right. uh, like, paperwork and all that that shit. So, um, yeah, modeling and... um. I'm trying to get a little bit more into like, like art, man, or like, you know, painting and drawing and stuff like that. So, I've been kind of, you know, <laughs> taking some art classes and just tapping into that little, little pocket of artistry. And it, you know, it's like more so therapeutic than anything. But for the most part, man, just like outside of music, just the modeling scene for me. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. So you, a, a full, a full brand. You know what I'm saying? Modeling, music, art. I don't know what else you do. You're a heartthrob, too, because you remember you said you was listening to Sade, and I taught you how to <laughs> so y'all watch out for that, too. But, yeah, man, where can they find you? Where can the people find you? Man, you can follow me on Instagram, A-T-H-A, the number one, I-E. Uh, all my music is on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, uh, Napster, Google Play Music. Napster? Nap- is that a thing? Bruh, I... I Yo, my distributors, bro, they got it on Napster, oh, dog. Shit. I don't even, yeah, bro. It's it's an actual. It's I got an actual money thing. then, cause y'all. Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's different. I don't even think anyone uses that shit, but yeah, it's there. It's there, and um, I'm working on my site right now. So, spell spell your name again. All right, so my name is spelled A T H A. The letter, I mean, not the letter, <laughs> the number one I E. But how you say my name and pronounce my name is Italian. The H is silent. Don't forget that. And it's spelled A-T-H-A-L-I-E. But on my Instagram, my handle is A-T-H-A, the number one, I-E. You guys hear that? You guys make sure you follow my boy. You check him out, stream, and share his shit. And if you want to join in on this conversation with me, hit me up at Sean Allen Live on all platforms. See you next time. Yeah. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.